Hello everyone and welcome to the Sunday edition of the E-Style Classic Countdown. I am the E-Style here with This Week in 81 for you. A brand new number one song. Um, the song it replaces, well, it's a little bit of a tragedy involved with that uh, just a few weeks before this. You're probably getting ahead of me already with this one, aren't you? Um, this one is a rare cover tune by this group, uh, the song that's that replaces uh, number one. Um, they've hit the top before, but it was usually with their own songs. This one's a cover. And, um, well, we'll get to all of that. Um... One goodbye that happened during the evening, at least it was reported yesterday evening, and a few legendary birthdays to talk about. We'll get to those in a moment. Um, only music news that I discovered between yesterday and now is that Journey had went ahead and kicked off. It, it always seems to be about Journey, doesn't it? They went ahead and kicked off their um, 50th anniversary tour with Neil Sean, with uh, Jonathan Kane, Raleigh, the original keyboardist, I guess will be along um, later on in the tour. I, I'm not sure if he's joining them for the whole thing or selected dates or what, but um, we keep our, we'll keep our ears open and we'll let you know. Um, that's all there. One quick goodbye and it's a band whose music I'm not familiar with. I'm familiar with the name of um, the front man here and the group. But I couldn't tell you what they sounded like if you paid me. I guess uh, television was a huge influence on um, like uh, the punk scene. Late 70s, early 80s. Um, I was never really a punk kind of guy myself. Some of you may know this guy. Tom Verlaine was the guitarist, singer, songwriter, and founder, I believe, of the band. They're called Television, as I just said, <laughs> um, who had uh, just recently left us. Um, I couldn't tell you a song of theirs. I couldn't tell you a note of theirs, let alone a song, if you asked me to. But um, some of you you know, probably know the name already and the um, if not the name, the songs, definitely. Um, the, the there were tributes to uh, to uh, Tom by those more known in punk, if you will, um, people like Patti Smith or Billy Idol, uh, punk, new wave, um, kind of mashed together people like that. Um, all said that they owed a great debt to this guy and to the band uh, for inspiring them. So that's all I know on that. I couldn't tell you what happened to him or anything like that. But um, another huge loss here in the week uh, in the music community. Be nice if we had one weekend where there were none. But, you know, as that generation gets older, um, we gotta get used to these things. 
So that's that. Happy style birthdays. Adam Lambert celebrates a birthday today. Um, I don't know if they're looking at him officially as the guy that replaces Mercury in uh, Queen. But he's been up there singing his songs, as we know. Some of you even said, hey, it's kind of like Freddy all over again. I'm doubting that myself. If you say so, I believe you. But it seems like there was only one Mercury. Um, someone has to fill those shoes, I assume. So it might as well be um, Lambert. Not saying he doesn't put his own efforts into the group, because I'm sure he does, but a guy like Mercury in a band like Queen doesn't come by and come along and make the sounds that they've made all the time. You, you know, and, I, and remember when Mercury died, the band did say that was pretty much it. And even then said no one could replace the guy and nobody can. And I'm not even really a huge Queen fan like that. I like a lot of the songs. I've had a couple of the albums over the years and they've been tremendous and flamboyant and this and that. But there's only one Mercury, as many of us know. And, you know, I guess Lambert should get his due for doing the best he can. If you're anything like, uh, like say, like somebody like um, my mom, and I've said this a million times, because um, she would say it was, oh, it's not Journey without Steve Perry or whatever. But many of us know that there was a Journey way before Steve Perry. Well, not, not way before. Um, they've made like some prog rock albums. But like most other bands, they had to have hits. So they had a guy singing with them before Perry. Didn't work out for whatever reason. And then they get him in and the rest is history. Um, same thing with Mercury. Again, there's only really one of him. Now, Journey, of course, c continues on. And there's been a couple of people that have replaced Perry. But not really. I mean, from the standpoint of keeping the band going, of course. But... Um, uh, same thing with, um, well, many groups are like that. Uh, well, I could probably just do a podcast on all the groups that have done that because a lot have. You know, how do you replace a, a front man? You know, you can get another guitar player. You can get another bass player. You can get another drummer. Those are, I think, easier to replace than a vocalist. And what if it's a vocalist that writes the songs? Like, like Steve Perry wrote and co-wrote a lot of Journey's hits. Mercury wrote quite a few, um, you know, and, and people like that. So, I don't know. But Queen somehow are rolling along without Mercury and with this guy. So, hey, all the all the best to him. Speaking of irreplaceable frontman, happy birthday to Charlie Wilson. Now known these days more as the quote-unquote uncle, unk, of people like Snoop Dogg or whatever, having a great solo career. But of course, for us old schoolers, there will always be the Gap Band. 
burn rubber, urine for your love, oops upside your head, and so many more outstanding, and so many more great ones. That's how I know Charlie. I believe his uh, both of his brothers from the Gap Band are gone now, but Charlie still goes out there. Hopefully, he still does uh, those great songs since he was the front man of that group. Uh, somebody has to do them, right? It might as well be the guy that sings them. That's exactly what I was talking about. When we lose Charlie, who's going to do those songs besides him? Well, then again, we never thought somebody would be be singing Mercury's songs besides him, so you never know. Happy birthday, another soul great, another great front person, Betty LaVette. Found success later in life, uh, from what I understand. But hey, as long as she, as long as she found it, that's okay with me. Happy birthday, also to Louis Perez, drummer of Los Lobos. Los Lobos, I think, is another one of those bands that has yet to change their lineup, like ever. U um, <laughs> um, two, right now, are the longest running band without a lineup change. New Kids, I said, uh, although they're not really a band, they are a band, but just more of a vocal band. Um, you know, you never hear nobody, hey, I'm the drummer for the New Kids or whatever <laughs> like that. Um, but the New Kids, as far as I know, haven't changed their lineup either, so I must give them credit for that. Los Lobos, I don't believe has either. That, uh, that can take some looking into, and I'm sure we can find out in... If I do, I'll let you know. Uh, Los Lobos, you know from, um, uh, they covered uh, La Bamba, the great Richie Valens hit, and um, a couple other things. And I believe they're still together and still doing it, so I must applaud them for that. Hopefully with Louie <laughs> still on drums. Um, so all the best to them. Country singer Erlene Mandrell also celebrates a birthday today. Um, country singer in her own right, but you know her more famous sister, Barbara. Only reason Erlene gets brought up is because I, I recall, I want to say early 80s, maybe there was a variety show with the three Mandrell sisters, Barbara. Louise, I think was the other, and Erlene. <laughs> Why do I know this? Because I watched it, obviously. Um, more for like the comedy skits or whatever than the music per se. But they had a um, they had a great show from what I can recall. I wonder why it didn't last. Um, hopefully, I'm sure Barbara is still pretty active in the business. The others, including Erlene, I am. Not so sure of, but hey, they're still kicking, so that's good enough for me. Happy birthday to Miss Erlene, and also happy birthday, Johnny Lang, um, blues and rock guitarist, a newer blues and rock guitarist on the scene. Um, I only know one song of his, I think it's from his first album, it's called Lie to Me. The uh, album Orion and the Rock Stations played that like all the time. It was a great song. Um, biggest hit of his, I know. I'm sure he's still pretty active as well. I just don't hear as much from him. So let's hope he's still out there doing his thing. All right. We got our thing to do here this week in 81. 
Um, let's get our top 10. Number 10, not a lot of top 10s from Mr. Manilow in the 80s. In fact, this might be his only one. I made it through the rain. We all recall that one, don't we? <laughs> Number 9, it's Miss Diana's turn to hit the top 10, and she does with It's My Turn. Wasn't that from a movie? Um... Maybe a Jill Clayburgh or a Candace Bergen movie or something like that. Early 80s. Um, obviously, the song did better than the movie because we would have remembered it. Eight. Now, here's a song in a movie we all know. Nine to five. Uh, Miss Dolly. Soon to be hitting number one. She, um, everybody keeps buzzing. That's who I should have been talking about. In music news, ever ever since she got in the Hall of Fame, everybody's been buzzing about this rock album uh, that Dolly's supposed to be bringing out. Um, McCartney's supposed to be on it. Cher is supposed to be on it. Stevie Nicks, all kinds of crazy uh, people. Well, the people aren't crazy. Uh, it's just these crazy names. It's from the standpoint of, hey, I never imagined this person or that person working with Dolly. It doesn't mean they're crazy, <laughs> but... Um, um, well, I'll just see how that turns out, if it even turns out at all. But it promises to be fun. Um, I guess Dolly was like, hey, if they're going to put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to really be a, a rock star here. Y'all here? <laughs> she didn't do that. I did. Number seven, another song in a movie that we know from The Jazz Singer. I love that uh, movie myself. I love this song. Apparently not everybody does, but it's Neil and his former number two talking about love on the rocks. Ain't no big surprise. Neil actually debuted in the top 40 with the follow-up called Hello Again. And it was on its way. It is on its way to the top 10 as well. So go Diamond. Six. We had Rod in yesterday's countdown. And we have him here today with the less remembered, I'm sure, Passion. Uh, You're in my heart. Great song of his that we discussed a little yesterday. Um, this I almost forgot how it went until I, I, I always see it every now and then when I'm watching YouTube and Casey's doing his old uh, AT10 uh, countdown. And Passion was on there a lot in 80 and 81. Five Air Supply, nothing but top tens uh, from this band uh, back then, and every woman in the world is one of them. I believe it's at its peak position at number five also, so that's not bad. Well, actually, that wasn't good compared to, uh, I think, the first two or three of theirs were like number two, number three. Um, they have one number one. I think that came later in the year, if I rem remember right, the one that you love. Uh, another great one by them. I have to give them credit. Uh, number four, the cowboy from Brooklyn, or whatever they call him, Eddie Rabbit, and I love A Rainy Night. On its way to number one, if I remember right. Also on its way is a good cause for a celebration because it's celebration from New Jersey's Cool in the Gang. They're at number three. Number two is last week's number one in the wake of um, the tragedy with this guy. 
Um, he was on his way back up the charts and everything when we lost him. And um, he didn't get to see this hit number one, and it's such a shame. Such a shame. Just like starting over. Mr. Lennon. Yes, sir. From the number one album, Double Fantasy. Great, great album. I've had the 8-track. I had um, the actual album. I had the single for Just Like Starting Over. Well, I should say half the album is uh, great, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, as, you, as you know, I'm sure, um, half of the tracks on Double Fantasy are Lennon songs. The other half are Yoko songs that I, I assume that she... Well, it, it's credited to Yoko as writing them, as well as singing them. Why, why I have no idea. But, uh, but did you notice Lennon had all the hits from that album? So that, that, there's your proof right there. Uh, who's the better performer? As if you even needed to know, because we already knew. Any you guys ever hear? Yoko and, and the Shrieking. Oh, it's gross. The Get Back movie that the Beatles did. Of course, as we know, all that was way before Double Fantasy was even thought of. Uh, she's in there doing her thing there as well. And it's awful. Um, it didn't get that much better on the Double Fantasy album, but there you go. Okay, Lennon... Last week, um, at number one, dropping to number two, and currently at number one, number one, back at the top, I guess where they belong, although this isn't a favorite of mine, of theirs, Deborah and Chris and all the other guys from Blondie, the tide is high. But she was holding on, and she was going to be number one. She is number one this week in 81. Um, only a few years ago did I even know this, and I don't know if you know that this is an actual cover tune, as I was saying, of Blondie's. Um, a rare feat for them when you consider that Deborah and Chris were the two top writers and front people in the group. Um, the original came out in, I did a little research here for you, a little intel, if you will. Um, the song was released by a Jamaican group called the Paragons back in 67. Um, the lead singer, John Holt, who passed away in 2014, wrote and sung this initially in the group, the Paragons. Uh, you know what, before the night, so I'm real curious, because you always hear me say, never fool with an original. I am very curious to um, hear how the original goes, and I'm going to find out. Um, because of copyrights and whatever, because I'm sure it is copyrighted, um, I, I would love to send it to you in case you haven't heard it yourself. In case you're curious, like I am, because I am definitely curious how this goes. Um, but Blondie had the bigger hit with it. 
obviously, because here they are. Number one. <laughs> this week at 81, it's Blondie. Um, they would hit the top with Heart of Glass, Call Me. Did Rapture come out? No, Rapture came out after this because it's on that same album, Auto-American. Uh, so Blondie's uh, third hit record, third top ten, third number one. There will be a fourth with Rapture. Is there anything these guys didn't do? Goodness. Hotter Glass was more disco-y. Uh, call me electro synth pop rock, whatever you want to call it. Tide is High, the Jamaican reggae thing. Rapture, a big influence on hip-hop, if you will. And still, as far as I'm concerned, the first number one rap song of all time. And um, a lot of people say the same thing. Technically, that belongs to Vanilla Ice. Still, why, I don't know. Because <laughs> that song got played a lot all the time, too. But... Um, the ties, or well, Rapture, I guess. Um, uh, a much better song, I think, than the Tide, at least this cover of the Tide is high anyway. But if I can get the original going, uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Or if you find it, um, somehow, some way, let us know and we'll, we'll see what we can do with that. All right, that is it for this weekend and for this weekend 81. Uh, Blondie are still together. Deborah and Chris, um, the initial, the original drummer, I believe, is still with them. Uh, his name escapes me right now, and I apologize. And um, they got some newer members, if you will, still going out as Blondie, still doing their thing. Okay, that's all for this weekend, and uh, we'll be, we should be back with you both days next weekend to do 70s and 80s for you like we've been doing for the past two and a half years. Unless you have a request, don't be shy about getting a request into us and we'll be glad to grant it. We've done it before. We'll do it again. Um, any donations you, you are able to make to us are also greatly appreciated. Uh, you can cash app it to E-Style Hinton, a dollar sign E-Style Hinton, because that's me. And uh, we thank you for that as well. All right, let's get out of here. Let's make it a great work week. Um, depending on where you are, you may want to keep things warm. Because <laughs> here in the Midwest, it's cold. But it's going to be for January, almost February. <laughs> oh, it is almost February, ain't it? All right, well, we'll see you guys next week and next month. And so on. So until then, of course, as always, Notorious Big E style, telling you to put your hair up and square up. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We love you.